Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are in the world. I am Alexander Glover, and this is The Basic Vegan Podcast. The problem with milk and other dairy foods. Now, time and time again, I have, I guess, discussed the ethical implications and briefly highlighted the physiological implications with uh, consuming dairy. However, I really want to dig into why cow's milk is for cows and the reason why dairy is scary to our human body and why it is causing and is responsible for so much disease within the world. Now firstly I want to preface this by saying there is nothing bad about drinking milk from the time that you open your eyes at birth until you are two years of age. However, that milk needs to come from your mother and your mother only. In fact, it is super important and vital for young to grow properly because of mother's milk. Unfortunately, most of us are weaned on cow's milk or synthetic formulas, which are almost 20 times more concentrated than cow's milk. Now, what do I mean by concentrated? Well, cow's milk tends to be high in proteins, minerals, and fats, all necessary for baby cows to grow to 300 to 500 pounds in a year. Needless to say that humans definitely do not grow that fast, nor is it healthy to try and grow to a size of a baby cow when you're a baby human. So what is it that grows carbs so, so quickly? Well, cow's milk has at least four times as much protein and over six times as much mineral content as human milk. Such heavily concentrated milk is extremely hard for infants to digest because human enzyme production for handling milk products is much less than a cow's enzyme production. And when you think about it, it makes sense because we are not the bovine species. Therefore, how can we even begin to fathom our ability to digest milk from a bovine species. Now, without this proper enzyme production in the right quantity, human babies suffer digestive problems and mucus congestion in the sinus cavities, lungs, brain, and ears. Many types of allergens are also created from the excessive congestion that started with cow's milk consumption. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you are listening to this going, my goodness, I have blocked sinuses constantly. I get sore under eye areas in my sinus cavities. Whatever it is, there is a high likelihood that it's from the mucus buildup from dairy products. And to go one step further, if you're an adult and you're still consuming dairy products, here's a fun fact. Adults cannot digest milk at all, okay? At all, and develop deeper congestive problems as they get older. So if you're still consuming dairy well into your teens and early adult life, and you're facing a range of difficulties with your physical body, there's a big chance that the culprit is dairy. Human milk for infants also grows brain and nerve tissue, whereas milk from a cow is more for skeletal and muscular growth. So cow's milk being low in essential fatty acids, which is vital to humans in the production of systemic cholesterol, steroids, brain and nerve tissue, um, means that we're going to be facing a lot of problems if that is what we're weaned on. So we're not actually getting the correct nutrients on top of the fact that it's creating a world of havoc for our physical body. And coming back to the fact that adults don't digest um, cow's milk, roughly between ages three and four, most children lose the enzyme that digests milk, especially lactase, which essentially breaks down lactose, the main sugar in milk. This is because biologically, 
we are supposed to be weaned after three or four years. So since we lack the proper digestive enzymes to break down milk, we get an increased mucus production. Milk now essentially becomes highly irritating to the mucosa of the GI tract, which causes even more mucus. And this mucus mixed with starch can cause a heavy mucoid plaque to build up on the intestinal walls. And such um, impactions cause inflammation, pocketing, and tissue weakness of the intestinal wall. This leads to, I guess, what we call bowel restrictions, ulcerations, lesions, and, and even cancers. And it, it just goes to show that we, we have been educated about this for a long, long time. However, through the beauty of big corporations and amazing marketing tactics, unfortunately, we've just been sold the idea that milk is good for us. Several years ago now, the, the former US Surgeon General, C. Everett Koop, told the world dairy products are bad for you. Why was this suppressed? Well, the back pocket of big corporations and them paying off people in government goes a long way. Now, a lot of people claim that raw milk from a cow is, is good for you. That's completely false. Um, we still get all the same negative impacts that I've just talked about. However, on top of all this, okay, on top of all these impacts of the mucus buildup and the congestion, we normally cook pasteurized cow's milk. Heat changes the chemistry of milk, as well as changing its nature from alkaline forming to acid forming. In chemistry, if we want to change a chemical compound, we add heat. Heating or cooking also destroys any water-soluble vitamins, especially vitamin C and B complexes. It saturates the fats and binds certain proteins to minerals, as well as binding minerals to minerals. What happens to a baby calf if you feed it pasteurized milk instead of its fresh raw mother's milk? Well, pretty simple, it dies doesn't get any of the nutrients that it actually needs. So if we're on top of consuming something that we're not meant to consume, which causes mucus buildup and congestion and all sorts of inflammation within the body, we're then cooking it, okay? So we're destroying the good properties that are even in it, okay? So we're actually just feeding ourselves death. And when I say good properties, I don't mean good properties for humans. I mean good properties for cows, bovines. Um, so how can you expect to get any sort of health or energy or human wellness from such a horrible product? Anyway, let's move on. What does this all mean to humans? Congestion decreases utilization. So colds, flus, mumps, or any lymphatic or respiratory condition can be largely attributed to congestion from dairy products. Dairy products are highly mucus forming and constipating. When you have a cold or respiratory problem, where do you think that clear yellow, green, brown, or black mucus originally comes from? Where do you think tumors come from? Or lymph nodes swelling, especially swellings in the tonsil areas, for example. Thyroid and parathyroid glands are located in the throat. They also get congested with the mucus formed from dairy products, creating hyper or especially hypo conditions of these tissues. The thyroid parathyroid gland is responsible for calcium utilization of the body. When these glands begin to fail from the mucus congestion, toxins and inflammation that dairy products create, your calcium utilization begins to fail, which is the opposite result of why you consume these products in the first place. Because obviously, as we all know, we're sold the myth, the lie, that dairy products give us calcium. It's just really funny and sad when you look at it from, I guess, from the outside looking in. When a lack of calcium utilization at the cellular level of our body begins, a host of conditions, including depression, bone and tissue weaknesses, nerve and muscular weaknesses, and connective tissue weaknesses can also begin. All the side effects from mucus congestion that is built up in our tissues from the use of 
Yep, you guessed it, of dairy products. Calcium is an abundant mineral, although we're told that it can only really come from one source. Do not buy that myth anymore. The highest concentration of usable calcium is found in sesame seeds and sea vegetables like kelp. Okay, not even in cow's milk. Usable calcium is the key word here because as I guess some of you may know, calcium from cow's milk, dairy products, is not usable because we don't have those enzymes as I just outlined. So calcium needs magnesium to be properly utilized and in fruits and especially in vegetables, calcium and magnesium are compatible. Dark green leafy vegetables are full of calcium, magnesium and flavonoids, all of which need each other for proper utilization. In cow's milk, however, you have a lot more calcium than magnesium. This adds to the lack of utilization of calcium in milk. And it has been estimated that less than 20% of calcium in milk is utilized. We utilize more calcium from fruit juice than we do milk. Yet, what's the one thing that we're told to eat and drink when we need calcium? What, unfortunately, what are, I guess, women with osteoporosis conditions told to consume? Dairy products. Only gonna be making their osteoporosis a lot, lot worse. And not to mention, they're probably getting osteoporosis. Well, I mean, they are, if you, if you read the China study. The places with the highest levels of osteoporosis are the highest levels of dairy consuming nations. So when milk is cooked, the minerals become ionized, changing its effect from alkaline to acidic. This can create stone formation, muscular weaknesses, GI tract inflammation, and other conditions. The truth of this can be seen in that many people who drink milk and take extra doses of calcium through supplementation are still getting osteoporosis. We must begin to think of utilization within the body rather than supplementation. High doses of calcium are not the answer. Proper utilization is the answer. I mean, if the amount of calcium you consumed meant anything, well, I guess you could just pump your body with cow's calcium from its dairy products. But it's not, it's how we use it. Cow's milk is not designed for a human body. The thyroid, parathyroid, and adrenal glands are mostly responsible for calcium utilization within the body. So when these glands are healthy, the body is strong, where calcium issues are concerned. If you clean and regenerate these glands, your calcium utilization will be greatly enhanced. So it is important to have a clean body to have a body that can regulate itself. Another little fun thing associated with, I guess, dairy is parasites. Now, I know a lot of these carnivores and whatever believe that raw milk and milk in general is God's greatest gift and we've been drinking it forever. And it's it's just completely ridiculous because A, we haven't, and B, just because it's cultural sensation doesn't mean that it's healthy for you. Just because they survived through, I guess, famine or whatever, maybe with milk, I'm not even saying that they have, but... People throw in these stories all the time to try and perpetuate the reason or I guess the stigma that they need to drink milk or it makes them feel better for consuming it because a tribe back in the fourth century drank it and it helped them win a war. Uh, this doesn't say anything um, it, at all. <laughs> um, so para parasites are another result of drinking milk. In most developed countries, 60% or more of dairy cows have one or more of the following. The leukemia virus, salmonella, and the tuberculosis virus. Furthermore, as milk and dairy products are the most mucus forming of all the foods we consume and refined sugar is the second most, both of these foods will cause excessive congestion buildup all through our tissues. Yeast, fungi, and worms love, okay, love to feed and thrive in this congestion. This causes all types of conditions like candida albicans and other infectious conditions. 
It's very important to note that there's been a number of observations of cancer clients and milk and dairy products, even colostrum, cause an increased tumor growth and lymphatic congestion. Many congestive tumor type cancers are initially started through the consumption of these types of foods. Moreover, many studies have linked pasteurized milk consumption to diabetes. The antibodies produced to fight these altered harmful milk proteins also attack the beta cells in the pancreas. And to go one step further, another major problem we see in milk is the effects from RBGH, so bovine growth hormone. The Monsanto Corporation created this bovine growth hormone from the E. coli bacteria. This growth hormone was initially created to increase milk production. Some studies have shown this growth hormone to be a carcinogen. In many studies, it has been shown to proliferate, increase the growth of cancer, whilst also stimulating the endocrine gland system, especially the thyroid and adrenal glands. This affects our growth, our, our development and hormone balance. As a society, we are faced with these massive, massive hormonal imbalances that are destroying our health and our economy. We need to learn the truth about foods we consume. We can't be persuaded by the media and other influences within our capitalistic society where money has become more important than human welfare. It is important to understand that we must detox our body um, from all the built-up congestion from the many years of eating mucus-forming foods. Lastly, intestinal flora. Many health-conscious people take acidophilus with lactobacillus and the like. Why? Why? Do, why? If you don't consume dairy products, why would you need to supplement with these products? These are bacteria that are involved in the breakdown of milk proteins and milk sugars. They can also be found in the body where toxins from dairy products are formed, e.g. in the saliva, in the lymphatic system, in the vagina, etc. It is more important to your health to clean these toxins and the bacteria that feeds upon them out of your body entirely. It is also questionable whether these bacterial supplements survive the gastric acids as it is. So it is not difficult to establish intestinal flora. You can't keep bacteria out of your body. This is pure nature. Bacteria are feeders, cleaners, and feeders upon your waste. The byproducts of your digestion and metabolism is what they feed on. Remember, your intestinal flora changes with your diet. So Jim Rohn. Okay, a successful philosopher. This is a, a really good quote. Success is nothing more than a refined study of the obvious. Now, it is so obvious. If you look at the bigger picture that we are not meant to eat dairy products. We're not meant to walk up to a cow, squeeze its nipples until secretion comes out and then drink it. That is just not meant to happen. It is not natural. It does not even align with the natural laws of the environment. We're taking another species and manipulating it to feed our species. It is a myth that it is good for you, it is a myth that it helps you, and it is a myth that it contains any kind of usable calcium. There are so many reasons, ethical reasons, why dairy is scary. However, I believe that there are just as many reasons why dairy is scary to our physiological makeup. Human beings are not bovines, okay? So why do we consume this? I understand that people always go on to the debate about, oh, cheese is so good, dairy products are so amazing, I could never live without it. But I'm pretty sure you could live without the congestion in your body. I'm pretty sure you could live without having a blocked nose, getting colds every year, um, having gut issues, not being able to digest your food properly, having bad stool movements, being constipated. There are so many ailments that are caused by the mucus forming congestion and inflammation that is caused by dairy products. So it really is just a, a process of understanding at the most obvious level that we are not meant to, or not designed even, to drink another species milk. I mean, we're not even meant to eat another species, but 
We're not designed, okay? How, how can you think that instead of drinking your own mother's milk, the thing that birthed you, okay, to then going on to drinking something else's milk, which is designed for its own baby, which you've had to take away for it to even be readily available for you, and the fact that humans, in fact, any species, no species on this planet drinks milk past its very, very infant stages, okay? That milk is designed specifically to develop and grow and give all the nutrients and minerals to that infant to grow into a larger being. So why are we even considering, why is this even a debate that we are eating dairy products past infancy? I mean, that in itself just shuts down any argument that we are meant to consume dairy. We don't even have the processes. We don't even have the enzymatic um, response to break down dairy after infancy, let alone another species dairy that is coming into our body. If we don't have the enzymatic processes to break down our own, let alone cows, which is so much more potent, which we can't break down at the best of times, it's just a no-brainer. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this. Peace, love, and light to all of you. I look forward to talking to you next time.